Welcome back to Something's Off. I'm Taylor and I'm here with Brianna. Today's episode is the first part of a new series called Pillow Talk, which is basically a look at our thoughts right before bed. It's super common for the mind to race and think about literally anything. I swear I never know what my brain is going to come up with. But what really sparked this conversation is a passage that Brie shared with me from the book You Are a Badass. Thanks, Tay. I'm going to take it away for a bit. Um, So the book that I'm currently reading for the fourth, maybe fifth time is You Are a Badass. How to Stop Doubting Your Greatness and Start Living an Awesome Life by Jem Sincero. Um, So this passage is on page 175 and it goes like this. Don't think of anything upsetting in bed at night. Our minds turn into gigantic magnifying glasses and make all our fears 100% bigger when we're lying there as a captive audience at 3am in bed with nothing to distract us. Unless you're going to get out of bed right then and there and take some sort of action, Don't waste your precious time thinking about your problems. Every time you do this, it's never as bad as the next morning when you get up. You know this, and yet use your meditative powers to move troubling thoughts out of your mind. Focus on relaxing every single muscle in your body one by one, slowly and intentionally, so that it takes up all the room in your brain that you were using to freak out with. Breathe deeply and think about all the incredible things in your life. Listen to a guided meditation. Do whatever you can to get out of to get a good night's sleep and deal with whatever it is in the morning because the only thing worse than staying up all night freaking about freaking out about something is then being too exhausted the next day to deal with it either i'm out of breath but (laughs) um yeah so this passage just it really stuck with me and i specifically remember this passage sticking with me this time last year because i don't know what it is but I don't know if this ever happens to you guys where like just like in certain moments of your life like you just like need to hear something or see it and just like it just really resonates with you and it's such a coincidence when this time last year resonated with me as well um I don't know what kind of matrix we're living in but (laughs) it's it's a little insane to me when I resonate with the same things around the same time that I did years ago um but that's not the point here the point here is that You know, when we're in bed and about to go to sleep, we almost do everything but try to go to sleep. If you're anything like Taylor and I, um, you know, like random thoughts will just come to your head that you didn't really need to think about. And then that gets you to like maybe go on your phone and do some research about whatever intrusive thoughts you're thinking about. And this happens to me more often than it should. But, you know, just reading that passage in my book just really reminded me to stay grounded and be on my feet and just be where my feet are and I love living by that quote as well just like being where your feet are because that's a really good reminder of only worrying about the present time and whatever you have at hand so like the passage said if you're not willing to get up then and there and go fix whatever problem you're worrying about it's not worth worrying about right now worry about it when you wake up it's so true and I can remember that being relevant like so early in my life as early as me being in elementary school learning how to sleep in my own bed I was a late bloomer with that y'all and I would just sit there and I would all of a sudden at night get all these negative scary bad thoughts like intrusive thoughts and my mom would always tell me like I think it was a bible verse with me that said basically joy will come in the morning or something along those lines don't quote me on that but the premise of it was that it will feel worse at night than it will in the morning. And one reason is because you're so tired and uh, it's very common to get emotional when you're tired. 
a big thing I realized though when I was younger is that I wasn't confronting my emotions during the day so it was leaving them there at night that's like the moment that you're silent with yourself so I feel like in order to start living by what the book you are a badass is saying you really have to like Brianna was saying what'd you say <laughs> about standing where your feet were is that what where, you said? being where your feet are being where your feet are because if you're not dealing with things as they're coming to you you're pushing them off and they're going to come out subconsciously in other ways like a bad sleep schedule or just racing thoughts at night which is never good like it's so important to have that peace before you go to bed so that you can wake up with that same level of peace I don't know if y'all ever are thinking about something before bed and you literally fall asleep thinking about it and then when you wake up the next morning you feel drained almost as if you were like no 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 no. or sometimes like as soon as i open my eyes i'm thinking about it for real it's like it's like my sleep was just a very long periodical pause of whatever i was worrying about the day before like if i'm worrying about i don't even know like i'm so i'm such like at a peaceful state right now like i'm just i'm speaking you know like a, this podcast has honestly brought me so much peace so i can't even think about something that's like making me worry at mm-hmm. the moment but you know when I am thinking about something before I go to bed, as soon as I wake up and I open my eyes, it's like, again. Like, it's mm-hmm. almost like draining and it feels like a chore. <laughs> like, I just yeah. don't want to do that. And it's hard because as much as I would love to have full control over my brain, sometimes I have thoughts that I don't want and I didn't invite. And I just have to sit down with myself and say, you know what, Brianna, like, you're you should be your own best friend and a best friend wouldn't be mean to you so these mean thoughts have no place so let's get rid of them that's so true and just a big like a good reminder that you are in control of your thoughts as hard as it seems like not saying that's easy to do it's very much easier said than done and it's it takes practice to have to you know like constantly work and just create a net in your mind of things that are good for you and things that aren't so good for you and just whatever isn't good think of it as like uh my therapist once um she helped me create this idea in my head for me to envision and it helped me a lot so basically all these unwanted thoughts they're not so easy to go away so what we can do is make space for them so make a you know just visualize multiple boxes or files whatever helps you best in your head and title it things i don't need to think about right now and just put all of those thoughts in there they're okay they you know like we're not creating a war with them and like making them leave although we want to it's not that easy so just make make a little space for them to just be in and close that close up that file close up that box and continue that's a really good way to think about it and if you do have trouble silencing your mind putting on affirmations on youtube you can type in affirmations like sleep affirmations and it will literally play for like eight hours of just positive things and i like to fall asleep with tv but if i'm really in a spot where i know my mind needs some grounding i will force myself to play either that or like calming frequencies when i go to bed and i think that those really help your brain hear something other than your own thoughts to help like refresh it you know Mm -hmm. or also like if you don't want to hear anyone talk, just, like, listen to, like, the, like, Taylor said, the frequency mm-hmm. without any voice in the back. Those help me a lot, too. So, the past couple nights, I've been jotting down some interesting, or what I think are interesting thoughts that I have before bed. And the first one I have written down here is, 
you won't find the same person twice, not even in the same person. I think I read something about that. Oh, I love that. In the day. And then I was really thinking about the night. And you won't even find it in yourself. Wait, what does that mean, actually? Can you explain? Because... Like, okay, people are always evolving, yourself included. So you're you're never going to have that same exact interaction or that same type of interaction with someone because you will never be the exact same as you were in that moment and they will never be the same as they are in that exact moment. We're all living life and every experience we have is forming the personality or the type of person that we are. So every day, a new part of you is almost like being formed. And to me, that's just a good reminder to be where your feet are. I feel like that's a common theme that we're going off of here because if you're not, you're going to look back and realize you didn't appreciate those certain little things. And it's not even in a bad way. Like people will evolve for the better too, but it's still nice to be able to appreciate in the moment what you're experiencing because you're never going to get that same moment again, you know? I love that you bring up like the moment thing because I used to be the kind of person that would like be in such like a really nice moment and like while I'm in that nice moment I'd be like this is such a good moment like I'm gonna miss it so much mm-hmm, I like, that too. and why am I so focused on why am I so focused on future me dwelling on the fact that I don't have this moment anymore when I'm living in it right now like isn't this what I want like to be in this moment like for what I would wish for forever so instead let's appreciate where we are right now so yeah I mean I've gotten a lot better at that and just accepting, you know, things as they come and as they go. And yeah, moments are just moments are just so precious and pictures help me a lot. Which mm-hmm. is why I now have to pay almost fifteen dollars for storage every month. <laughs> but but like pictures just help me so so much with that because if I ever get that intrusive thought of like, oh Brianna, like you're gonna miss this one day. No, I'm not. I'm going to take a picture real quick, and then I'm going to go on about my day, and I'm going to live it, and I'm going to live in the moment, because I can take a picture, and I can look at it. Mm-hmm. Or a video, or whatever. And if you guys have a hard time separating, like, like once you get on your phone, you get easily distracted. I've recently been so obsessed with my film camera. I take it everywhere with me, and that's my favorite way to capture a moment. Yeah. And it does help me remember to, like, live in the moment and see things in a different way, and just mm-hmm. appreciate all the beauty in it. Also, um, another thing that I, when, like, I first started making, like, TikTok, like, little, like, vlogs... Um, at first it was just like for fun and then I was like wait like this is actually another outlet for me to like look back at things that I think I'm gonna miss for forever and you know I remember like being with my friends and then them just saying like oh like you record everything you take a picture of everything and I'm just like in my head I'm like you guys wouldn't get it like <laughs> but then at the same time they're like you have the cutest videos of your life yeah yeah that too yes and yes it's like, that too it's nice to be able to capture those moments for other people, too. Like, at yeah. one of my friend's recent birthday parties, I was taking so many pictures of just, like, that. Like I wasn't saying pose. I was just trying to take them of them doing their thing. And they were like, I love this. I love this about you, that you're just trying to, like, capture the moment and give those memories. Friends who take candid pics of you are friends to keep forever. It's so true. So, Brianna. So, Taylor. What's a thought you have before bed that might not be an intrusive <laughs> thought, but, like, you know, a random thought? Um, there's just so many right now <laughs> that I can think of. Like, do I want to get up and get a snack? Even though I just brushed my teeth, I'm going to have to brush my teeth again. Me every night. So that's what really stopped me. It's like, I just brushed my teeth. Like, I don't want to brush my teeth again. Like, I just, I'd rather just go to sleep. Like, I'm having some I, nice sleep for dinner. <laughs> I would rather get up, get the snack, and <laughs> brush my teeth again. That is what I will do every, every time. Yeah, see, my laziness wins and I'm not getting a snack. <laughs> 
I know we were talking. But I also, sorry not to cut you off. No, you're good. But I also feel like, like when I was little and I would ask my mom, like for a, like a late night snack, she would, she would not think twice. Like she would get up immediately, like to go do that. Aw. And I don't know, like it. Late night snacks are a core memory for me too. Right? Like that's just, and sometimes when I'm like laying down, I'm like wishing I was small again and like my mom would get up. What was your go-to snack? It was a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Aww. Toasted with Ooh. a glass of milk. Mine was cinnamon sugar toast. Like toast with butter and then oh, cinnamon yum. and sugar. So good. Like my great grandma always made that for me. Something we were just talking about too. I feel like this happens to everyone. Otherwise, we're alone in this experience. But <laughs> I will just be sitting there and I'll be like, where did those blue shorts with that pattern go? And I will specifically remember the exact piece of clothing, me wearing it, and then like it'll be nowhere to be found. And then you have to go try to find it. You look at all the pictures. You try to see if you let anyone borrow it. And that consumes my mind. Like, sometimes that that takes up more room in my mind than those intrusive thoughts. Like, I can, like, once I'm hooked on that. You're hooked on it. I'm hooked on it. <laughs> sometimes when I think about that, I simply have to get up and rummage through my entire closet. Reorganize it if I have to, but I will not sleep until I find it. For real? Yeah. I've done that many, 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 many times. I don't know if you ever think about this, but because we can see like so many lights and buildings from our window, I'm always thinking about the concept of Sonder, the word Sonder, which is the realization that each random passerby is living a life as vivid and complex as your own. And when I see, sometimes when I'm stuck in traffic, I have this same thought too, but this is the most mind boggling thought for me because you are so caught up in your reality in the same way that like look at how many other people there are and they are all living too in in a completely different life in a completely different it's just so weird to me to think about i love thinking about that when i think i'm going through the most difficult time of my entire existence like Mm -hmm. not to invalidate my feelings or whatever i'm going through at all everyone's problems and issues are valid and not in any belittling form at all but sometimes what really helps me when I'm going through a difficult time is just looking out my window. Even if I'm in the car, you don't have to be in a high up view to look at whatever it is. But just looking at people driving and being in their own individual car, their them having their own problems, their own life, their own worries, their own dreams. Like, it just really puts everything into perspective that you are one tiny particle in this giant floating rock and you not getting the part or the role or the position is not the end of the world and there are so many experiences and opportunities waiting for you just like there are people in terms of like the amount of people that's how many amount of things and possibilities that there are like, you know when you get the thought and you're like... Did that make sense? Yeah, that makes okay. sense. I'm about to go off of it. You know when you get a thought and you're like, the world feels so small. Like, the world's small. Small world. You the world This is, is so the opposite small. to me. This makes me feel the opposite. This right. makes me feel like there's endless possibilities. The world is huge. Yes, there's so many people. Right, like... Everything so is there. Right, like, there's so many other people. There's so many other opportunities. Like, whenever... Uh, this is just not talked about enough. It's, yeah, it's crazy. And of course, it's like for me, it's for like. Um, let me let me think of something that I was just recently very bummed out about. Um, oh, I just got a ticket, and 
You know, this this is gonna do some damage. Oh god. <laughs> it's gonna do It's some, true, guys, it is. <laughs> I know the story. It's, it's gonna do some damage, right? I don't wanna give too much information because I would I choose not to talk about it. I just don't wanna I've already dwelled on it enough. Um, but I got a ticket and it's it's not the end of the world. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna fix it, you know? We're gonna pay it. We're gonna do traffic school and it's just it's just not that deep. It's not that deep. And this is just one example. It can be like what else have I gone through? Oh, um applying for something and not getting that role. It's fine. I've also gone through that. Like it's fine. It wasn't meant for you. Right. It wasn't meant for you. There, and that's okay. Yeah. You might There's want, bigger blessings. Right. There. Like you you just might feel like this is like this was the one. This was this is what you thought was so meant for you and you were just ready for it prepared whatever it's it's almost like the universe reminding you you're on the right path but just not yet like those opportunities are coming to show you like you're getting you're getting closer right it's true like that's just one one that you can cross out of your list closer to where you belong and you know just look out the window and remember that all of these people all these people that you can count well don't count them this doesn't really do anything like (laughs) All of these people that you can see out there living their own life, like, that just goes to show that there is just so much more out there, and it's okay. It's going to be okay. Something that came to my mind while I was hearing you talk about that is how sometimes I'm so bummed when I'm stuck in traffic. I forget the name of this exact concept I'm about to talk about, but I remember hearing it. I'm like, sometimes I'm so bummed that I'm stuck in traffic and I pass a red light. (laughs) (laughs) No, okay. My my thought here, it's it's there's a whole name for it. It's some sort of effect or something, but it's it's like let's say you're stuck in traffic or you had to turn around and go grab something from your home. Well, maybe that's actually preventing you from something like an accident or uh some other block. Like I, you know what I mean? Like there's always those like instead of thinking of them like oh I I could have been twenty minutes ahead of my thing like right now. And especially like in LA where there's literally always accidents. It actually does happen to me where I've had to like turn around. And then I get, like, and there is, like, it's, like, that accident was right in front of me. And that would have been me if I didn't have to, like, you know, you know what I mean? So it's just that reminder that, you know, don't be in a rush. I'm saying it again. Stay where your feet are. Be where your feet are. Another thing that I think about before I go to bed, um, or I should say another thing that I think about instead of going to bed is, um, I guess just, like, This resonates more to, like, my not-so-sleigh days when I have, you know, some ups and some downs, which everyone has, and that's Mm -hmm. okay. But sometimes, like, when I'm, like, laying down, I'm like, am am I doing the right things? Like, am I meant to be doing this? Like, am I, quote-unquote, playing my cards right, like, in life in terms of, like, each decision I make? Like, just, like, hyper-analyze everything and that is not good. Like, <laughs> that is just not good. And I've gotten a lot better of, like, just not letting these, again, intrusive thoughts dictate my perception of my life and what I have control over. Because at the end of the day, me and Tay always say this, but what's meant for you will always be there. It can't be taken from you. It can't be taken from you, exactly. And... That just helps me understand that everything in my life right now is meant to be in my life. And and that's good. And that's a good thing. And, and worrying about whether or not 
I'm, you know, like I'm making the right decisions, the right choices, whatever it is, like that, I guess, doesn't really play such a major factor if I'm happy. Like these are like these intrusive thoughts that I'm having are like, like just like mini me's just saying like, Brianna, what if this? Brianna, what if that? Like just like a Mm -hmm. bunch of like little mini me's inside my head talking about what ifs. Like, Brianna, what if you just go to bed? (laughs) How about that? When I'm feeling like that, it's really comforting for me to remind myself there really isn't a right or wrong. There's multiple right, like there's see, multiple paths. See, there's and different I, paths. And I'm always someone to like categorize everything. Like, like me if too. You, like if someone says like, oh, I had a dream. I'm like, oh, was it a good dream or a bad dream? Mm-hmm. Or like, oh, like, you know, like I'm always like, oh, was it good or bad? But like sometimes it just doesn't have to be good or bad. Like it can just be. And it's hard to like wrap my head around that sometimes like not everything needs to be in a category not everything has to have like such a significant meaning behind it but yeah just being where your feet are again Mm -hmm. and if something hasn't come to your attention don't seek its attention kind of like not don't fix something that's not broken going back to how nothing that's meant for you can be taken away for you sometimes at night or in general, I guess, at random, again, like Brianna was saying, when I'm having those not-so-slay days and I'm really in my head, I will be thinking about the last time, the last text, the last interaction that I had with someone, and I start to, like, dissect it piece by piece. But the truth is, like, why am I, like, living in the path like that? I mean, I guess to an extent, if I'm doing some, some work and I want to look at things and see maybe the faults that I made or how I could have avoided certain things and all of that. Like if I'm doing it for the purpose of improving myself, but I'll tell you right now, that's usually not why it pops into my head. As much as we try to like validate these thoughts, like it's just like, no. Like that comes from sitting down and saying, okay, I'm going to have intentional time right now to think about those things. Right, right. Not just them coming in your mind and you letting, like feeding them throughout your day-to-day life. Right. So again, there's no reason to dwell on why something ended the way it did because Everything happens for a reason. And if that person was still meant to be in your life, I know this may sound kind of harsh, they would be right now. And it doesn't mean they never will be again, but that's just not your, you don't have to, like, you you can't really control that. So it's just so much better to just, like, not let your brain get there or think about those things for too long. Because in the book, Breaking Habit of Being Yourself, which I always talk about, I've probably talked about this concept before, too. You can't be creating the future you want if you're living out of the past and cre- creating your future out of how you would respond to the past. You're just going to keep recreating the same thing or what you're trying to manifest isn't really going to align. You also can't do this if you're worried about the future. So you have to be in that present and not let your brain get so caught up thinking about the past and the what ifs and how things could have been. Because the truth is things went how they went and, and that's that. And when I get really deep into this thought hole, though, I... Now, this is something I don't let myself do anymore. I would, like, reread old texts because... Why am I doing that? Reread a whole text? Reread old texts, yes. I'd be like, why did it... What was happening with this person? You know, let me go find out. I don't have the setting where your text automatically... You're like, where did it go wrong? Yeah, I'm like, like, what happened here, guys? So, what... I I don't think there's really a point to doing that again like I said unless you're intentionally sitting down and trying to do like some shadow work or some work on yourself and see things that but don't go just like there's okay and like if you have to go to the extent like rereading old messages 
ask yourself, like the passage that I read before says, are you going to get up right now and do something about it? Exactly. Yes. And is there anything you no. can do? Because things, and is there anything? It is what it is. Right. Because sometimes like that. you just you just can't like force someone to be in your life. You can't force someone to act a certain way. You can't force someone to come back and like redo whatever it is that they went wrong in or so you know like I don't know whatever fallouts you guys had like you can't just force someone to come back and like redo it and make things okay. So either a you're gonna do something about it. And then follow that up with B. Can you even do something about it? Because again, people will be people. It's true. Another not so slate thing my brain decides to do before bed is connecting the dots to lifelong mysteries. And by oh, that, okay. By that I mean I've definitely done that. I'll be like, oh, so I am the way I am because when I was five, I had this experience that, <laughs> like, I will literally. And then I'm like, and then when I was eight, this thing happened again, and that really reinforced this idea into my brain. And I'm like, I just really get, and now this, I think that this can be really helpful, but again, not right before bed. Like, you need to set, if you're noticing your brain go to these places a lot, set time aside for yourself every day to, at first, maybe meditate, and then get into these thoughts in your journal. And, like, set intentional time to do it. That's the biggest way to make it a positive experience versus, like, not a negative one, but tiring. Like, it'll be exhausting if you're just thinking about it with no end and not even knowing what you're trying to do here. Right. So, although I do love connecting those dots, I try to do it at, like, a designated time now, so I... (laughs) We like to schedule it. (laughs) We do. (laughs) I, like, where I I get my journal out and just... Okay, I don't schedule it, but I, you know, I'll intentionally sit there and be like, okay, I need to think about some of these things, or, okay, okay. you know, I'm having a thought about this, let's sit there and dissect this, rather than just letting it, I in guess, a healthy way, yeah, rather than just letting it overthink in the back of my head while I'm going through my day-to-day. Okay, valid. So I guess that's the difference in, like, in that. I definitely feel you with that. Sometimes, like, you definitely just have to, like, designate a whole page in your book to write in your journal. Why are you laughing? Because Billy was scratching at the door. Does Taylor want to tell us why she's laughing, guys? Because we had to lock my cat out of the room while we record, and we put door stoppers in because he knocks at the door, but now he's scratching at the door. So if you hear him, I'm... (laughs) That was Taylor's side. (laughs) If your brain commonly wanders at night, too, and you don't want to listen to something while you fall asleep, I would say read until you're tired. Read a book. Find a book you like. That's a really good thing for your brain to get lost in instead of your own intrusive thoughts. And it always helps to, like, get some new information there. Even if it's, you know, whatever. It can be a nonfiction fiction, but whatever it is, it's still just, like, it's better than letting your brain, like, dwell on past things or whatever. In my opinion. I prefer it. I have this quote here that kind of goes along with what I was just saying. It says, but we cannot simply sit and stare at our wounds forever. It's by Murakami. Oh, I love that. Underneath in the comments, it says... We can sit with ourselves, we can tenderly tend to our wounds until they're healed. That's love. That's just, that's the change. We can't just sit there and stare at these things and think of these things and let these things sit in our head. We have to take action to, like, be there with ourselves through healing through those things. We can't just avoid them, we can't just push them off because that's what causes them to keep resurfacing in our brain. Right. Sit with yourself if you haven't recently and tend to some of your wounds that aren't healed. That quote reminded me of, um... This clothing brand that I follow on Instagram, they're called Guts and Sleep, and they make hoodies and shirts and stuff, and my favorite quote that's on one of their pieces is called, 
it won't or it says I should say it won't be like this forever I love that and I love that quote so much every time I see it instant like because that is just such a beautiful concept to wrap your head around and you know thinking of things not being like this forever can be taken in a negative way but again this is just me putting a label on it um (laughs) like I guess if you're anything like me you sometimes wish things would be like this like a certain thing forever and that's okay but you have to remember that you don't even know how good it's gonna get you don't know how good it's gonna get and also wouldn't like don't you want to grow as a person like don't you want the people around you to grow as people and for them to reach their goals and for them to do everything they talk about for you to do everything that you talk about so if, if things stayed like this forever you wouldn't be where you want to be that doesn't Things not being a certain way forever doesn't necessarily mean that you won't be able to, you know, have fun times with the people that you love forever. It just means that you guys will be elevating in life and, you know, still be alongside each other. And I know it's, it can be difficult because especially in life, you know, you make friends, lose friends, stay in touch, don't stay in touch. And I guess at the end of the day, the people who are meant to be in your life will be and that should give you some sort of peace of mind knowing that whoever's meant to be in there will be and and that's okay and everything else is just out of your control and out of your hands so let's not have this thought take up space in your head and if it does put it in a box and keep going um but to get back to my original thought (laughs) so things not being like this forever again is it's a, it's a peaceful thing to know that it's good right now and it's just going to get better. So as long as you have that mindset, it's almost impossible for this quote to ever be taken in a negative perspective. As long as you're always hopeful and just striving for more. And I guess that just wraps up that thought. To me, that just serves as a really good reminder to be more involved in life and less attached to it and less attached to the exact, I don't want to say like moments, but almost times in your life. It reminds me of a quote that says, he's something about like, he's so afraid to, he's terribly afraid to die because he hasn't yet lived. Mm. And it's like, the truth is you could live this whole life, but if you're not in the moment, you might feel like that. Or you might even catch yourself feeling like that right now at times. Cause I, I sure do. Like I wasn't, I wasn't in I wasn't appreciating it. I wasn't involved in that moment. I was I was attached to it and almost trying to like, you know, like breaking that being yourself said, creating these things subconsciously based on, you know, the past and how I would deal with the past. And something I'm really working on right now, always, is just being intentional and being present. And that's what that quote helps like get in my brain and help remind me to not like there's no need to overthink before before bed because that's wasted energy like it always helps me to think about i can just reallocate that energy into something else like when you're using that energy there that could be used towards your creative pursuits or something else can we also talk about how when i think of anything like slightly negative before bed i have a bad dream so yeah i do and this it same it kind of the same thing if like you watch like a scary movie or anything like that like you're bound to have some kind of nightmare depending on, I don't know, the kind of person if you are, like, if you enjoy what you're watching, whatever, etc. But 
me, like, what I consume, what whatever media I consume, I will have nightmares. Like, I remember telling Tay about, remember that video mm-hmm. I was telling you about? So, like, it was, like, this video of, like, this um, man basically, like, yelling at this other man. And I had nightmares of this for, like, a good solid, like, week and a half. And in my, in my, like, nightmare, it was me witnessing this interaction happening. And it was, like, the most terrifying thing ever. Like, I just, I was, like, Googling, like, what does this mean? Like, what's going on? And same goes for whatever thoughts you're having before bed. Because if you're already envisioning in a way, like, by thinking something, you're envisioning it. I hate to say it, but you're manifesting it into whatever you don't want it to be by giving it more thought and this is something that I even have to hear out loud right now because I you know I'm still learning and growing as a person so this is also something that helps me reorganize my thoughts whenever I catch myself having a negative intrusive thought that is playing no significant role in my life so these thoughts before bed are just not doing you any good and i learned this with my nightmares (laughs) like this is just when i'm like yeah no like i'm definitely having a nightmare about exactly what i was afraid of happening in my in my thoughts like if i'm having a thought of like oh my god what if this goes wrong i'm gonna have a dream about it and i'm gonna and whatever i was scared of happening is gonna happen and i'm gonna see it in my nightmare because it's happened before so like for example um when i got in a car accident and Oh no, I didn't get in a car accident. This was before I got in a car accident, a year ago. I was having like thoughts of like, oh my God, like what if like, what if like I get in a car? I don't even know, like why was I having these thoughts? Like why was I thinking, what if I get in a car accident? Anyways, I was having these thoughts and then I was having a dream about me being in a nightmare, I should say, of me being in a car accident. And then like two months later, I got in a car accident. Not saying that like, you know whatever you think is gonna always come to reality but like i don't know like thoughts do have power right they do like why was i thinking about that and again i don't know what matrix we're living in because why i don't know if that has any correlation but (laughs) but like it has to play some kind of significant role like why am i thinking about this why is this taking up space in my head whoever's controlling my sim like (laughs) needs to stop i'm someone who i would say i have social anxiety so something that's common that I do is right before bed, that's when I sit there and replay each interaction I have throughout the day. And especially if I had like a semi-embarrassing one, or I shouldn't even say embarrassing, I should say a human react, like, you know, interaction where like I did something human, you know, like no one's perfect. Everyone like, everyone is human. Who knows what it could have been? I could have tripped or something, you know, and a cute guy song, like for all I know, like right, those right. little things can sometimes, but it's like, it just helps to remind myself that kind of like what I'm saying, everyone is human and there's no reason to, like, the more I was, like Bree was saying, focusing on those thoughts of those quote-unquote embarrassing thing happening, embarrassing things happening, I say it with quotes because nothing is really embarrassing unless you let it be embarrassing. Right. It was, like, manifesting more of those into my life. The, the second I stopped caring and when I would, let like, have those thoughts, like, oh my god, I can't believe I did this today, like, something I couldn't even control type thing, like, you know, I tripped or whatever, I'd be like, everyone's tripped, like, that hot guy you saw, he probably tripped too, you know? Like, everyone has tripped before. Like, everyone has had, it's like, or you spilled food at yourself at a restaurant. Like, everyone has had the, like, right. these are really minor examples just off the top of my head. But just as a reminder, in case any of you guys also have social anxiety or have a habit of, like, replaying your social interactions in your head, everyone's had human interactions. And that's all they are. They're human. 
and it's good to be human it's beautiful to be human it wouldn't be so fun to be human if if you knew everything was just gonna go like this is this like that takes out the beauty in it i like, think it wouldn't be so fun to, to be yourself exactly i also want to say that anything that ever you consider embarrassing that happens to you just know that it's like it's just part of the plan <laughs> like it's mm-hmm. just part of the plan like maybe you tripped okay now it's character development and whenever you see someone trip you're gonna feel for them like me like whenever i like fuck up and then i see someone else make the same mistake that i did i'm like like you're good mm-hmm. you know like now you have experience if you weren't or if you never fucked up in life you wouldn't be able to give the good advice that you give like mm-hmm. you wouldn't be able to be there for someone in the future and i personally love when i can be that someone for someone and just help them through whatever situation they may be going through i just i i love helping people and when i can speak from experience it just makes it that much more meaningful also when i'm being real with myself if i saw someone trip i would be like haha like they trip like that's so funny like that's not the type of person i am so why am i like creating that scenario in my head it doesn't mean everyone has to be the same type of person i am but i don't need to be like anticipating you know a certain way that someone is going to act and it did help like i'm not even kidding you guys when i say like i used to trip over something like tripping like i used to really like get hot in my head about that i know i'm like guys so i don't know but something tells me taylor has tripped in front of a a hot guy before (laughs) she just keeps saying that i really used to get in my head i'm not even kidding but the reason i also bring that up is because today i was tripping so much i was on melrose today and i don't know what is up with those sidewalks but they're all over the place those are fucked up i was tripping all the time and and it wasn't bothering me this didn't bother me today like i kept tripping but like that is a normal human thing like you know it's so funny I trip whenever I'm wearing my Uggs. I trip every single time without fail when I'm walking to the toward to the door of our apartment. No. And my boyfriend knows that this is gonna happen. Like he he's so, this one time he like stood back because we were both walking at the same time. He stood back and like watched me walk because he was like waiting for me to trip. <laughs> and it happens every single time. That happens to me with like the Yeezy slide sometimes. Like when the thing gets caught under, that's the oh, most embarrassing yes. thing in the world. No. It's not embarrassing, guys. I'm kidding there. That was, a, that was a lie. I have this little book passage that I screenshotted here. I don't know what book it's from, so I hate to say I can't share that with you. But I do love the concept of the passage. It says, And once the storm is over, you won't remember how you made it through, how you managed to survive. You won't even be sure, in fact, whether the storm is really over. But one thing is certain. When you come out of the storm, you won't be the same person who walked in. That's what the storm is all about. And that just goes to show kind of like what we're talking about, like, life wouldn't be life without those ups and downs if you knew exactly how every little thing was going to go there would be no character development if everything went exactly how you wanted to go like there'd be no room for growth so a big reminder that everything in life is teaching you something and helping you grow and helping you evolve even the bad especially the bad actually as much as it is hard to like especially the bad i agree with that i also feel like the worst shit that i've gone in life has made me like the most humblest person ever and just Mm -hmm. like always willing to help others because i know what it's like like i know what it's like to be at your lowest at least what i consider to be my own lowest everyone has their own lowest points but like i just like i just know Mm -hmm. so whenever i can help like it just it's just like it's so fulfilling to me to be able to just help 
Like, I'm fully convinced I was, like, put on this earth to just, like, be kind and, like, show someone kindness and just, you know, mm-hmm. just experience, like, I agree just... with that, yeah. Just, like, damn, like, oh, this person's actually, like, just wants to help me. I feel like that's something that everyone needs to realize a little more. It's just, like, we're all here to connect with each other, be kind. Like, when I think about that, it brings me back to the concept of Sonder because sometimes when I'm at my lowest, I don't know if you guys have ever had this, but... Sometimes you have a nice interaction and that interaction just made your whole day or vice versa. Someone might have said something not so nice to you and it really added the weight to that day. So when I'm thinking about Sonder and how everyone is in their own reality, like you never know what someone's going through. So you always do want to, like Brie was saying, be kind or be there for someone when you can. And just really understand like you really, I just, I always keep learning this more and more. It's such human instinct to think that to make assumptions to think you know what might be going on in someone's life you know even if they're your best friend or something but the truth is is there's always stuff that you don't really know and there there's like there could always be something going on that you don't know about so just always like be be extra kind is how i take it when you have the extra energy or when you have the thought to do something out of the ordinary extra kind and sweet like do it maybe that is the universe giving you a sign that they needed that that day my mom always used to tell me when i was little that an act of kindness goes a long way when you don't know what someone has going on at home or, you know, what someone might be going through. And I feel like that was mostly because it really resonated with my family. So from inward looking out, it was nice to not necessarily like project like, oh, everyone else is also going through some deep shit, but like you just never know. And I know I was very appreciative appreciative as a kid when someone would do something nice for me without even knowing who I was, without even knowing where I came from, the home I go to, like nothing. They didn't know anything, but they chose to be nice out of the kindness of their own heart. And that just like, it just meant so much to me rather than someone knowing me and just feeling bad for me or feeling like doing something out of pity, almost. Mm-hmm. I, pr- I truly believe that anyone who's a bully or anyone who is mean, they aren't, well, maybe not anyone, but I feel like a lot of people do it because they're also mean to themselves. Like, they don't know how mm-hmm. else to give treatment. And that's not me saying it's okay or something, but I think that once you learn how to show love to others, you can also give it to yourself, but vice versa. You should probably show it to yourself first and then give it to others. Like, you get the concept here, though. Just, they go hand in hand, you know? You kind of need one to, to do the other, I feel mm-hmm. like. This pretty much wraps up today's Pillow Talk uh, with Tay and I. We appreciate you tuning into this new series that we're starting and we cannot wait to do more of these. If you guys have any suggestions or your own pillow thoughts. Yeah, your own pillow thoughts to share that we can also elaborate on on our next episode that we do on this topic. Um yeah, shoot us a message, DM. Our Instagram is always open for any messages. And we're always down to do part two to any episodes we've already done if you want us to touch on other Yes, if you ever want to, like, suggest a part two on any of the episodes that we've done before, believe me, we have more things to do. We just had to cut it short for the sake of time. But, yeah, I also would like to challenge you guys to go to bed at night, and before you do, do a nice meditation, or, you know, just if meditating isn't really your thing, I get that. Just um, sit with yourself for at least five minutes and just learn 
your thoughts and know how to organize them and separate them into files or boxes or whatever it is you want to visualize inside of your head. Just put everything that isn't serving you inside of this organizational form and close it up. You can put a label on it and close your eyes and go to bed because you don't have to think about it unless you're, again, going to get up in that moment and sacrifice your sleep to fix whatever it is you're worrying about. Unless you're going to do that, which I highly doubt your worry translates to something you can fix then and now, Mm -hmm. use that time to rest or meditate. And along with that, also if meditating isn't your thing, I also, like I was saying, recommend the... I'll link some of my favorites actually the sleep affirmations and the frequencies or reading a book just doing something to take that action to calm your thoughts before bed and let your mind be a positive space before bed it should really be used as time to ground yourself and reconnect with yourself and leave you feeling refreshed the next morning not drained so with that thank you guys so much for listening If you did enjoy today's episode at all or it sparked any thoughts in your head, we'd love for you to message us on Instagram or leave a review of your thoughts. And we look forward to talking to y'all next week. Thank you guys so much. Bye. Appreciate you.